With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. All right, RJ, I talked about Julio Jones and my bone I have to pick with him because he's wearing he's number two. It. No, That's your although <laughs> that looks hideously bad. I mean, the, the Titans numbers are just disgusting and the single yeah. digits do not look good there. But anyway, so Julio Jones gave a press conference, his first one with the Tennessee Titans. And he said, and I quote, and I want to be accurate here for those questioning my health, stay tuned. And he's doing the thing that a lot of athletes do and some media people do, especially to uh, people like me who cover a team who don't, you know, I'm not credentialed. I don't go to the press conferences and ask questions, but I, you know, clearly follow them on a daily basis, talk about them, do podcasts about them every single day. When obvious stuff happens and people bring it up, like say, hey, Julio Jones is 32 years old. He missed seven games last year. He's probably going to be banged up in the future. Like he's not going to get healthier as his career goes on. It's questionable how much he's going to be able to stay on the field. And yet when those things get brought up, these people act like it's the most ridiculous thing ever. We're grasping at straws. We're trying for clickbait, all that crap. And we're wrong to bring it up. And not only are we wrong, we're idiots to bring it up and we should be embarrassed about it. And that drives me up the wall, RJ. Wow. Um, so are you still on the soapbox? Like, do I have to shout to the top here, like, to, to reach your ears? You know what I mean? Like, because you're on the soapbox about this. You're really upset. Yeah, well, you know what it stems from? It stems from the whole 49ers quarterback thing this year. Because all the 49ers beat writers and a lot of the national media people were saying, Kyle Shanahan loves Mac Jones and he's going to go Mac Jones. And I feel like everybody at Niners Nation and a lot of the other 49ers podcasters were saying, that makes no bleeping sense. You don't trade up to number three because you like Mac Jones, the guy you can find in any draft coming out. And those people, the, the Niners beat writers and some of the national people, like we, they were making fun of us. Like they were acting like anybody that thought that he wasn't going for Mac Jones is an idiot because we don't have sources and this, that, and the other thing. And yet, lo and behold, what do we find out? He was never really in on Mac Jones. He loved Trey Lance since January, and the 49ers go in that direction. And I feel like stuff like that happens all the time, where if you just look at what's happening and you apply logic to it, you can reach conclusions that make total sense without having to get laughed at. I think this is a fair take. I thought about it. I digested it. <laughs> and I think this is fair. The it's more fair with regards to the 49ers and the Mac Jones thing. And kudos to you for finding a way to still talk about Mac Jones, Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance and the 49ers, because that is the, the true stats way. Um, by the way, when does the new season of the Mandalorian come out? Like I'm waiting on the trailer. That's a whole different topic. I need to watch the new Loki show and stuff. Um, but I said the way, you know, that's the pun anyway. But oh, okay. uh, <laughs> anyway, um, I kind of get Julio a little bit because I also think this is, 
and you know what I really hate is a whole different like soapbox. I think that we have ruined the Jordan. I took it personal meme from the last dance. <laughs> we like it's enough. Okay, like it got a lot of great play. Everybody takes it personally. You don't have to do the meme anymore. That being and I, that's not me taking it personally. That's just pointing out that we can stop with the meme taking it personally. I do think that this is Julio Jones like motivating himself, right? Like, oh man, I'm now I'm no longer wanted. I'm the greatest player in Atlanta Falcons franchise history. They traded me away for a second round pick. You know, I'm going to show everyone why I'm great again. So I have less of a problem with it in this particular instance, although you're right. It is fair to be all, Julio, dude, you missed some time. You're a little bit older. Your team that loved you was willing to let you go. Maybe you've lost it a little bit, right? Like it, it truly is a situation where the results will dictate who is wrong, who is right, and who we make fun of. I just don't want to hear the guy who's been on the injury report seemingly every week of his friggin' career with a hamstring strain who is 32 years old, who missed a significant portion of the season last year, tell me, oh, stay tuned if you're worried about my health. Like, yeah, dude, I will. And you know what? I bet you don't play 16 games this year. I'm pretty sure you're going to be banged up, and I'm pretty sure you're going to miss time because that's what happens in the history of this league. Like, we're not pulling this stuff out of thin air, you know? Like, we have 100 seasons in the NFL of history to look back on, and history says, 32-year-old dudes with a history of injuries get hurt. It's not like Julio, if he does get hurt after like the first game he misses when it's, you know, Sunday morning and it's like Tennessee Titans inactive Julio Jones. It's not like Julio's going to tweet, you know what, guys, it's my bad. You know, I, <laughs> I, I said I was good. I was wrong. I'll eat this L, right? Um, but all of that being said, this is a, this is a cousin of – we talked about Dak Prescott a little while ago. Dak is such a great teammate. He has said that both Tyron Smith and Ezekiel Elliott are, guess what, stats, in the best shape that they've oh, ever been here in. we go. <laughs> <laughs> and so this is a cousin of that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, uh, aging veteran who's coming off of an injury-plagued season believes he's going to prove the doubters wrong. Tell me I've never seen this story before. Right. And that's why, like, it drives me nuts that Julio is saying that, which I I guess, you know, I get it. Like, he's got to motivate himself. That's fine. But like you said, he's not going to take the L if he starts getting banged up. But if he does happen to stay healthy, you better believe he's going to try and rub it in everybody's faces and make him eat some crow. Yeah, uh, And then this is a situation, too, where because he does have this entourage already, um, it will kind of be the like the way the, the Buccaneers were all surrounding tom brady this year right like they'll go you know what i mean because like they're part of it if julio jones is a baller in 2021 nobody will be more vocal about it than aj brown you know he'll be like i told y'all this dude you know what i mean like he'll be rubbing it in all of our faces um and good for them like if and i'm a firm believer in that like if you prove somebody wrong you should tell them that's that's what makes sports awesome like it's awesome when you can rub something in someone's face I, look, if he proves me wrong, he proves me wrong. Like, there's nothing you can say. Like, uh, what am I going to say if he plays 16 games? Well, he could have gotten hurt, but yeah, he didn't. So, you know, if I'm wrong, I'll take the L. That's fine. But I just, the idea that, like, we're crazy for bringing it up just drives me nuts. It reminds me of when Shaq got traded to the Suns, and he was like, oh, everybody thinks I can't run. What? You'll say, yeah, dude, you're like 400 pounds. You can't run. And guess what? He couldn't run. It didn't work out in Phoenix at all. Shocker. 
You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.